millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live, of which we are broadcasting on Getter, the foxhole at pilled.net, Rumble, also Twitter, a.k.a. X, and that's it. Kind of whittled down to four spots. So, often we've spoken about the timing of political operations on this channel. And the timing seems to have been taken up a notch. Joe Biden seems resigned to be exposed a little bit more on a daily basis. That happened today. We've gotten word on additional communications that Joe Biden explicitly made with foreign business associates relating to Hunter Biden, his son, and probably the big guy 10% grift. Of course, Joe Biden has already been confronted about this, and he was none too happy. We've got a lot to discuss today, a couple of good clips, some funny stuff, some big wins for President Trump, and... So much more. Also, some big L's for the other side. So do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, hit the like button, share the show. We're going to be right back after this. My friends, 
Gold is on the rise. It just soared past $2,000 an ounce. And the wars in Israel and the Ukraine, plus the rate cuts that are on the table, well, all of these things are working together to help fuel the meteoric rise of this beautiful, precious metal. And the top banks, Deutsche Bank, UBS, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, all of them are forecasting sizable rate cuts coming up in the election year. And you've got the heads of the top financial firms pointing out the similarities to what we see in America now in the 1970s. Take a look back at 1979. At that time, we had the Iran hostage crisis. There was war in the Middle East, and major U.S. cities were in disarray and stagflation. At that time, gold went from $158 an ounce in 1974 to $850 an ounce in 1980. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing even higher. There's a direct correlation between the national debt and the price of gold. Back in 2020, the U.S. debt was at $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, now in 2023, it's $33 trillion and gold is over $2,000 an ounce. Now, President Trump, he warned us the U.S. dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. So you can call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Remember to mention me, Zach Payne, and Red Pill News. And when you do, you will always get best-in-class service from Patriots Protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you might be eligible for the no-fee-for-life IRA. It's available on qualifying rollovers, and to find out if you do qualify, give them a call today at 888-857-6092 and get your free investor guide today. Once again, Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for seven years in a row. Call them today at 888-857-6092. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector, and I hope you guys are having a lovely day. We have a lot of news to go over. We've got some updates. We've got some new information. And of course, we have a couple of laughs because we have to get down to get down. Let me just give a big shout out over on pilled.net to my good friend Nakaz808 dropping a phone. Thank you very much. Aloha. Smot Poker says, good afternoon, Zach and RP fam. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate you. So let us begin with a little update. Oh, I'm sorry. This is another story that I'm going to be talking about next. But an update on the explosion that took place in Arlington, Virginia the other day. Uh, At the time, I had uh, pinned this guy as James Yu. All the evidence pointed to that. The home was owned by him. He had a series of... um, unhinged posts that he had been putting out there on various social media platforms uh, and uh, also went through, got every single video archived from his YouTube channel. And it was very good that I did because now it appears that James Yu's social media has all been scrubbed. You can no longer find this stuff online unless, of course, you got screenshots. The good news is on his YouTube channel, where all of those videos were basically just screen grabs of his LinkedIn posts, we have all of it. Now, it's never a happy day when someone dies. 
And when they die in such spectacular fashion such as this, you have to wonder what the heck was going on in their life. Apparently, the police were there to serve a search warrant. Now, this is after James Yu claimed that he had been visited by FBI agents and that he was being spied on by CIA operatives. We don't know if those things were true, but what I can tell you is that no matter what this guy was going through, whether it was simply mental illness or it was some combination of mental illness and actually being spied on uh, by the government, uh, it's clear the police wanted to have a conversation with him. If it was only for posting unhinged things on his various social media platforms, the police couldn't have shown up with a search warrant. So this leads me to believe that there is a lot more to the story that we are not learning and that we have not found out yet. Apparently, on the night of the actual breach and the explosion at his home, he had shot a flare gun from inside his house at the police outside uh, something like 30 times. Uh, And, of course, the police say they had nothing to do with the explosion. When we watched the video, we determined that it was not a gas explosion. I had some experts in the chat who confirmed that for me. If it was a gas explosion, it probably would have blown up the house next door. It wouldn't have gone just towards the vacant lot to his right. Uh, and we also learned by from uh, uh, accounts from his neighbors that apparently James Yu had aluminum foil covering the windows. I can only imagine that was an effort to stop some sort of listening devices from peering through the windows and getting his secret information. Uh, AKA Lou Nine says, Zach, my finally awake sister-in-law sent me something she heard from Alex Jones saying that no election 2024 because there will be war. You take this show or... Uh, You take the show or later. So much respect your show. Okay, so I think that it's possible. I think that all things are possible. Uh, Clearly, Joe Biden and the deep state New World Order cabal that is uh, attempting to run America into the ground and at the same time run the rest of the world into the ground so that they can unify every single nation under a single banner of a New World Order. Yes, they would love it if we were at war and if we were unable to have elections. Take a look at the situation in Ukraine. Zelensky was very quick to suspend elections. It's quite clear he's not as popular as he once was. We are going to be talking about Ukraine during the show today. Um, But I I think that it's not a foregone conclusion. Uh, Alex Jones, obviously, you know, he's been around for a long time. He's got a big voice. So anytime he says something, people often listen. But there have been plenty of times that I heard Alex Jones say this was going to happen or that was going to happen, and it never happened. So although it's definitely intriguing, certainly something that I believe to be compelling, we should go ahead and keep an eye on it. I don't think that we should be making plans to not have an election. I think that we should be hurtling headlong into the future as if we are going to kick the asses of the deep state, and if they tend uh, to get to a point where they have to suspend the elections, well, then we're going to talk about uh, what to do at that point. But thank you very much for bringing it up, Lou. I appreciate it. Mm. I also want to say that Penny got a hold of me. Uh, She came through her operation with flying colors. She did have to stay an extra day because she was in a lot of pain. Uh, But the problems that she was experiencing have, thank God, been alleviated. And so she's at home. She's resting up. Her voice is doing well. And I bet you she's going to be back on the air in no time. So thank you to everybody out there who had uh, thoughts and prayers for Penny uh, and who reached out to her as well. Because uh, she said that a lot of people from the chat went and subscribed to her, and so I, I want to thank you guys for that. 
So, yeah, Bill Hicks. Yeah. Uh, Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I've, I've, I've heard that one for a long time. And I will say they do look similar, but I don't think they're the same person. And, you know, I was a Bill Hicks fan before I was an Alex Jones fan. And, uh, you know, and, I, and it's been a long time since I've listened to Alex Jones. But I have definitely viewed images of them side by side together on many different occasions, as well as video clips and stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I think I think Bill Hicks is uh, is actually dead. I, I don't think that he and Alex Jones are the same person. All right. But no harm, no foul. Anyways, uh, that's really all we have on the situation with James Yu. Um, like I said, I was able to back up every single one of his YouTube videos. So we have all the information that was out there. Um, but anytime, anytime the powers that be scrub the Internet presence of somebody like this, you know that there is something there that they didn't want you to see. Now, an attack that took place earlier today that we really don't have much information about other than the fact that it happened. There are several victims, and apparently the suspect is deceased. There was allegedly a mass shooting that took place on the UNLV campus in Las Vegas. Uh, confirmed active shooter there today. There were multiple victims. Uh, they were asking people to avoid the area. Uh, however, news was on site. They were doing live interviews with people, and like I said, the, the shooter is alleged to be dead. Also, considering the fact that they haven't announced who the shooter is, that leads me to believe that it's likely that person does not fit into the prescribed narrative of what a mass shooter might actually be. This could literally be anything. This could be MKUltra. Uh, this could be a, a, a gangland retaliation. This could be a jilted lover. This could be somebody who is just a psychopath. Y- you never know. Crazy people do crazy things. But uh, there was a post that was shared on Twitter from UNLV. And, you know, I have to say, if if I went to UNLV and I was getting my notifications from them, I would be a little freaked out. Evacuate to a safe area. Run, hide, fight. Wasn't that a movie that was made by the Daily Wire or something like that? Run, hide, fight. But... No word yet on who the mass shooter supposedly is. No no word yet on uh, what type of weapons he was using. <clears throat> Certainly, that information will probably come out. If it's a white male, then we'll get as much information as they can possibly give us. Uh, but if it just ends up being, you know, somebody else from any other demographic, they're probably going to keep it under wraps. <clears throat> All right. So yesterday I told you Patrick McHenry announced that he was going to be retiring from Congress. He was uh, Kevin McCarthy's butt boy, basically. Uh, Well, now Kevin McCarthy has also announced that he's going to be retiring from Congress. It's not just that he's going to retire at the end of his term. He's going to retire 10 months early. So this has got to trigger some sort of a special election. He's retiring at the end of this year. I have to say, I feel like this move from Kevin McCarthy uh, is a direct response to his rejection in the House of Representatives uh, with Matt Gates having him removed, calling to vacate the chair. 
Kevin McCarthy losing his job, uh, just being spectacularly humiliated on the national stage. And for basically everybody in America who follows politics to not really care for Kevin McCarthy or his legacy, uh, you know, this was it. This was the ultimate humiliation, and he had to take a step back. So he was quoted by the Wall Street Journal, a paragon of conservatism. I have decided to depart the House at the end of the year to serve America in new ways. I know my work is only getting started. He must have gotten hired by a lobbying firm, and they gave him a nice, big, fat signing bonus. Uh, I will continue to recruit our country's best and brightest to run for elected office. The Republican Party is expanding every day, and I am committed to lending my experience to support the next generation of leaders. Perhaps not a lobbying firm or a defense contractor. Maybe he's going to work for a conservative think tank. Maybe He's actually going to work for the RNC. Who knows? But either way, I feel like Kevin McCarthy's uh, his very presence in the political process, I find to be just a little bit off putting, uh, especially after what he did to J.R. Majewski. He abandoned J.R. Majewski and he allowed Marcy Captor to smear his name. They didn't support him when they had the opportunity to do so. And now it's being widely reported that the people who put J.R.'s private information out there, his social security number and all of his Air Force records, which were woefully incomplete. Those people used surreptitious and, frankly, illegal methods to gather JR's private information. Instead of filing a FOIA request, as the individual was supposed to do, uh, they actually filed like a personal information request, which I suppose is supposed to be used for like employers. Uh, like if you're a veteran and you're seeking employment and they're trying to verify and, and, and uh, something to do with your status as a veteran, um, well, then they can get your records that way. The person who gave JR's information out, they knew. They absolutely knew that they were not supposed to be giving out that secret information. And I tend to believe, even though I don't have anything to back it up and it's just a theory, allegedly, according to me, I think that the people who did it were working together with Marcy Kaptur and the DNC to ensure that J.R. Majewski would be smeared in that October surprise right before the election. Uh, and uh, I truly do believe that it was based upon that particular smear that J.R. Majewski couldn't get across the finish line. Now, I also put a fair amount of blame on Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy failing to support J.R., the, the uh, um, uh, the the uh, NRSCC failing to support JR in terms of like advertising and radio buys uh, that went a long way too because JR he was the, he was the underdog candidate let's be honest he was running against a career politician someone who has done nothing but enrich themselves while they abandoned the people of their district Ohio's ninth uh, JR Majewski was going to come in and he was going to clean up all he needed was just a little bit of support president trump gave him a tremendous boost but at the end of the day if the only name people are here Hearing is Marcy Captor, Marcy Captor, Marcy Captor, and then the only other thing they hear about the other candidate is J.R. Majewski, stolen valor, total bullshit lie. Well, then, of course, they're going to go ahead and vote for Marcy Captor. Not to mention all of the DNC shills on Twitter and other social media sites. Every time J.R. says something online, somebody shows up in the comments below. Oh, you, you lied about your service record. You shouldn't be running for anything at all. Well, you know, get a clue, morons. He didn't lie about anything. J.R. Majewski is an American hero. He served his country valiantly, and that is more than any of those sorry losers can ever possibly say. 
It's not the same thing when you get a check from the DNC or from Marcy Kaptur's reelection fund to go out on Twitter and to defame an American veteran. No, that is not service. Okay, take a look at J.R. Majewski. Take a look at his record, which has been updated by the Air Force, mind you, to include all of the information that he always said should have been in there. Take a look at that. Look at the new information and then readjust your parameters. And once more, J.R. Majewski will be the next congressman. J.R. Majewski will be sitting in the U.S. House of Representatives for Ohio's 9th District. Tally-ho. So, with Kevin McCarthy leaving, this is going to once again whittle down, whittle down the slim majority that the Republicans hold in the U.S. House of Representatives. And I also believe that this is the idea. Kevin McCarthy wants to punish the current slate of Republican congressmen, uh, the same ones who refuse to back him up, uh, who refuse to go along with his blackmail and his subterfuge. That's really what happened at the end of the day. Now, I'm not saying Kevin McCarthy can't, uh, you know, reevaluate his life and redeem his legacy. I mean, he's a relatively young man. He's got some time on his hands. He's got a couple of decades. If Kevin McCarthy truly does support America uh, by helping to recruit America first political operatives and political candidates, well, then I, I might be uh, uh, history might look upon him kinder and so may I. Uh, but at this point, that hasn't happened. Uh, when you've been in Congress as long as Kevin McCarthy has uh, and you've been trying to become the Speaker of the House uh, for as long as he has, and then once you get the job, you do F all, you do nothing, well, then I think that you deserve the criticism. Prove me wrong, Kevin McCarthy. I'd love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. But I don't think he can. All right. So, take a look at this. I thought this was hilarious. Hilarious. Eric Swalwell claimed today, during debate about this revised FISA plan, uh, he claimed that he had been a victim of intelligence weaponization. Need I remind you that any of the investigation that was done into Eric Swalwell was in reference to his sexual relationship with the Chinese spy. This is not just somebody at the FBI combing through Eric Swalwell's personal text messages and phone records. No, this is a... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. About something much deeper. But of course, as we know, Eric Swalwell is a career liar. He is not a representative of the people. He is a representative of himself and his own selfish self-interests. You, you you have to be if you're going to be sleeping with a Chinese spy, giving over information uh, about U.S. foreign policy and, and, and secret negotiations taking place inside the U.S. House of Representatives and, <clears throat> dare I say, accepting money on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. So Eric Swalwell, he was targeted by a Chinese spy, and he remembers it as being a victim of the American intelligence community and their abuses. I'll tell you who's a victim of the American intelligence community and their abuses. Donald John Trump and the rest of the American people. Every single American who is in Washington, D.C., in the area of January 6th, those people are victims of the weaponization of the United States government. Now, you know, we can spread that out, too, because anybody who's got a phone, as I just told you, like a week ago, they're a victimization of the weaponization of the intelligence community because their private information is being combed through in a warrantless fashion. <clears throat> And then you've got all the FISA abuses, the, uh, the, the, the unceremonious and illegal combing through of data for average everyday American citizens. All of us are victims of the weaponization of the intelligence community. You, Eric Swalwell, you're, you're basically at the top of the pyramid. Do you realize that? Are you so put upon? Do you believe that you are such a victim? Such a victim. Oh, the poor congressman. 
who slept with a Chinese spy and took money from the Chinese Communist Party. Poor Eric Swalwell. So it was actually a Chinese influence operation, and it was focused on up-and-coming Bay Area politicians. There's a lot of Asians in that area. And so it was a plausible reason for Chinese spies to be hanging around and getting close to people like Eric. At the time, he was a younger man. He had certain needs, I'm sure. Uh, But anyways, it turned into a little bit more than just a casual association. So during this Judiciary Committee hearing today uh, on the Protect Liberty and End Warrantless Surveillance Act, which is what would reform FISA, uh, it would rein them in. It would shut down the back doors, allowing them to look into the data of Americans in a warrantless fashion. He had this to say. He said, I want to speak, though, to a larger concern that I have with the bill. And I first want to speak personally because there's nobody on this committee who's been a bigger victim of the weaponization of the intelligence community than me. And here is where he gets into the revisionist history. I have had my cell phone data subpoenaed and procured by the Trump administration. In 2012, a district with 40% Asian Americans, an Asian volunteer helped my campaign, not an American, a Chinese spy, a Chinese national volunteered for his campaign. Oh, let me hold that for you, Mr. Swalwell. I was later asked by the FBI to help the FBI understand who this person was. Of course, he leaves out the part where they were sleeping together. If this is your first time hearing this, this happened back in the 2010s. And it wasn't just Eric Swalwell that was uh, targeted by Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. Uh, There were a number number of other Democrat politicians in the Bay Area. And she even she got around. I mean, girl had legs. She was going outside of California as well. Uh, And she specifically would help Eric Swalwell fundraise. She also helped to place an intern in his office. You can read a.k.a. Chinese spy working in Eric Swalwell's office. So federal investigators looked into him. They looked into his phone records. They found that he had engaged in sexual activity uh, and that she had also engaged in sexual activity with at least two Midwestern mayors as part of the scheme. Remember, I said she had legs. Now, Eric Swalwell, of course, doesn't want people to know that he slept with a Chinese spy, just like he doesn't want people to know that he might fart on an open mic. Uh, but in these remarks criticizing the bill, he also mentioned that former Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy had removed him from the House intelligence community in January. Mm. Shucks. Why do you think you got removed, Eric? Because you were compromised. Eric Swalwell is the most compromised representative in the House. Of course you got removed. So we've got a couple of other a couple of other losers in Congress that I'm sure you guys are uh, well aware of. Um, this woman right here, Miss Crockett, Miss Crockett, Democrat Congresswoman, uh, she had a couple of key things to say. She she essentially blanketed uh, some of the largest conservative bastions, uh, Florida and Texas. She called them deplorable states because that's where deplorables live, I guess. And she is, of course, a leftist, rabid leftist and a big fan of Hillary Clinton. Uh, She was on a House Oversight Committee hearing yesterday. uh, And during that hearing, Jasmine Crockett, who is a Democrat from Texas, questioned 
the uh, uh, a representative from the Heritage Foundation, Sarah Parshall Perry. She was there as a witness for the committee's hearing on biological men competing in women's sports. Uh, NCAA champion Riley Gaines was also there. Riley Gaines and her had a testy little exchange. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Uh, and uh, she was there to discuss a very particular issue. I mean, the idea that men and women should not be competing against each other in competitive sports because men have a physical advantage. And if it was 10 years ago, everybody knew that. But it seems like, you know, in the last five, six, seven years, we've had this this, this great, like, forgetting in the United States of America. Uh, if you have a D next to your name, then you are suddenly of the opinion that there is no such thing as biology, that men and women are merely a construct. And as a result of that, it's perfectly legitimate to have biological men competing against biological females in professional sports. So I ask you, where the heck are all the biological women who are becoming men? Where are they competing in professional sports with men? Well, they're not. Because it doesn't matter how often they shave or if they have their body altered, they're still a woman at the end of the day. Uh, nothing is going to make them a man. And in order to be a man, it takes more than just the way you present yourself. You know, I mean, as a man with testosterone running through my body my entire life, my bones are denser, my muscles are bigger, uh, my reflexes work differently, my my sense of balance and, and the way I carry myself is completely different. All of these things are different. Also, men tend to be taller. You know, the, the list goes on and on. You guys, you, you know this already. But <clears throat> anyways, so let, let's go ahead and take a listen to Miss Crockett's uh, little rant about deplorable states. Organization, the Heritage Foundation loves Texas. Ooh, they love Texas. They always sending us some nonsense bills um, that somehow set this country on the wrong trajectory. They send them to Texas. They send them to Florida. Every deplorable state that we can think about, they usually coming out of y'all's think tank. But nevertheless, when we talk about protecting women, what we've seen is, say, in the state of Ohio was one of the most recent states when their lawmakers didn't have the courage to do what they needed to do, because of course we believe point in of order, and because we believe point in of order. gerrymandering in this point of order. Before you before you hear this next part, uh, 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 Luna, uh, what's her name? Aquafina Luna. <laughs> I can't remember her first name. Uh, 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 Luna from Florida, the representative, the lady from Florida. Um, she flips. The rationale of the left around on this woman, Jasmine Crockett, a fine example of what you want in Congress. Um, you know, of course, that's totally facetious, but this is brilliant. Take a listen. Please stop my time. Word. I moved to strike her words. Deplorable states. That's not a point of order. Let the gentlelady proceed. The committee will suspend. Whoa, 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 whoa. The committee will suspend. Just hold slow. organization the hold on hold on i guess that the uh here we go here it is here it is <laughs> i identify with my pronouns as state and state and states and thus i move to strike deplorable states from the record 
Oh, and what do they teach you? That you can identify as anything you want. Well, my pronouns are state and states, and I'm offended by the use of the word deplorable. So you're going to have to strike that from the record. Uh, Absolutely love getting that flipped around. But more than anything, I'm embarrassed for the people of Texas. Not because she called them deplorable, because this is who you got representing you in Congress. My God, Uh, she is vapid. She is meandering. Uh, her politics obviously are completely out of whack. What does she talk about? The Heritage Foundation's great. Obviously, we are not ideologically aligned. So her idea of what's good for America is totally different from the Heritage Foundation's idea of what's good for America. So big L, big L for Miss Crockett, Representative Crockett. Well, we got a big win for Senator Kennedy, as we normally do. Mr. Kennedy uh, is a skilled wordsmith, okay? I don't think that we have many other uh, people in Congress who are as skilled at taking down uh, public figures such as uh, uh, Mr. Kennedy here. Uh, Ted Cruz, he's pretty good. Um, Mike, uh, what's his name, from uh, from Utah. Uh, anyways, uh, he, he's he's good as well. But Kennedy was specifically asking Christopher Ray about the effects on the 2020 election uh, based upon their handling of the Hunter Biden laptop. He actually got Ray to admit that what the FBI did helped the Biden campaign. May not have given Biden the win. In fact, I don't think that it did, but it gave them the illusion of him winning uh, because they had this, uh, this PSYOP planned to tell the American people that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. It wasn't. The laptop was totally legit. It detailed many, many crimes. We're going to talk about some of those crimes. Just give me a moment to get there. But this was a pretty high-stakes hearing because in the same way we've got the drip, drip, drip flood of information coming out about Joe Biden, the family's crimes, we seem to have the same sort of drip, drip, drip flood of information and, uh, frankly, confrontations uh, between members of Congress and uh, the civil servants who work in these federal agencies who, who have taken America and twisted it into something wholly unrecognizable. So Christopher Ray was faced with some very intense questioning, not only from Kennedy, but from other members of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, and this was all in regards, once again, as they were uh, uh, debating in the House, the renewal of key surveillance powers, which are granted under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, considering the fact that the FBI is one of, if not the preeminent abuser of the powers given to the federal government under FISA. I think that it's a worthwhile conversation. I can't tell you how glad I am to see this happening. I mean, I remember after 9-11 when they passed FISA. I remember thinking at that time, this is a bad idea. And here we are 20 freaking years later, 22 years later, and finally, we're getting to the point where we might be getting rid of it. My, my God, you know, thank you, Jesus. I am so happy to see this. You know, it's frustrating because it's been a long time. There's been a lot of abuse. But, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's how you got to get through these things. But these powers 
as enumerated and, uh, and and specified by Christopher Ray, they say that they are allegedly crucial to their own national security operations. I don't deny that the FBI needs the right to listen in on foreign bad actors. <clears throat> but when it comes to domestic spying, that is another thing entirely. And the problem here is that the FBI has used FISA in some of the most egregious cases of abuse. And many of them go straight back to President Trump and the people in his orbit. There was no Russian collusion, so there was no foreign targets to investigate. It was all about spying on President Trump and the people that were surrounding him. And that spying operation was in effect because they wanted to stop him from implementing his own legacy. They wanted to stop him from changing America for the better, making America great again. So, They are set to expire this month, and that's why we have these debates going on in the House and the Senate. I am 100 percent in favor of privacy rights. The federal government essentially has uh, an an open book uh, look into the lives of most Americans, Uh, and there are a number of different ways that they can track illegal activity. They don't need to be spying on the phones and the private conversations of average everyday Americans, people like us, because you know that's what they're doing. They, They have taken the powers given to them by Congress meant to stop terrorists, and they've turned them into a big brother domestic spying operation meant to destroy you, your family, and subjugate you so that you'll be too afraid to actually stand up in the face of such abuse. So, Senator Kennedy steered the When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Discussion towards uh, a contentious topic, even more contentious than the idea of FISA, and that is the handling of the FBI and Hunter Biden's laptop. So, Senator Kennedy said, why didn't the FBI just say, hey, the laptop's real? Why didn't you just tell everybody the laptop's real? We're not vouching for what's on it, but it's real. This isn't fiction. Let's go ahead and listen to Senator Kennedy deliver it directly to Christopher FBI Ray. just say, hey, the, 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 the laptop's real. Why don't you just tell everybody the laptop's real? We're not vouching for what's on it, but it's real. This isn't a, 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 a fiction. Well, I, I, as you might imagine, the FBI cannot, especially in a time like that, be talking about an ongoing investigation. Second, I would tell you that at least my understanding is that both the FBI folks involved in the conversations and the Twitter folks involved in the conversations both say that the FBI did not direct Twitter to uh, suppress. But others were story. in government. Well, I can't, again, I can't speak to others in government. Now, that's part of the point that I was trying to make because the Fifth Circuit's yes, sir, but opinion. But you're the FBI. You're not 
part of the White House and part of Homeland Security. You're not supposed to be political. You see all this controversy going on. Why didn't the FBI say, time out, folks, we're not getting in the middle of this, but the laptop's real. Again, we have to be very careful about what we can say, especially in the middle of uh, an election season, because that's precisely some of the problems that led to my predecessors' uh, uh, negative findings from the Inspector General. Did you hear a gavel? Thank you, Senator I heard Kennedy. A gavel. <laughs> Why didn't the FBI? So by not commenting on the laptop, and we know the FBI wasn't really looking into the laptop, They were busy burying the investigation into Hunter Biden and the crimes of the Biden family. Now, they have absolutely no problem investigating President Trump. They have no problem getting involved in an election season when it's damaging potentially to somebody who might be a danger to their ultimate goal of the destruction of America. But with the FBI... Covering this up, failing to actually talk about it, or at least recognize to the American people that this was a legitimate phenomenon. This laptop belonged to Hunter Biden. They went along with the idea that it had all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. And that was enough for many people during election season to write it off as fake. I had very intelligent people saying to me, nah, the laptop hasn't been proven to be true. You know, there are still intelligent people who say there's no widespread evidence of election fraud. <clears throat> okay, well, you know, you're not going to convince everybody of everything. Uh, but when it comes down to something like this, I believe that the FBI had a responsibility to comment on this because, again, they would have no problem commenting on it if Don Jr.'s laptop had been found uh, and Don Jr. was frequenting human trafficking networks with women from Eastern Europe or Don Jr. uh, or Jared had been engaging in some pay-to-play schemes or operations. They would have been all over it. So Christopher Ray admitted under oath that the laptop story, the fact that the FBI completely, deliberately allowed for this story to continue on, that it allowed the perpetuation of a lie, and that meant that the election was itself influenced in some way or another. Christopher Ray, you know, he constantly goes back on the idea uh, that they can't talk about ongoing investigations. But again, this is this is code for we're never going to talk to you about this because we're never going to close the investigation. We're never going to make any findings. It's always going to be ongoing. And this right here is why the FBI needs to be shut down. This is why we need a complete start over, do over. We need a new investigative organization, an organization that is truly apolitical and an organization that has prerequisites in place for the way that it's meant to act. I don't even know that it's possible, to be quite honest with you, for people, good people, to even get into these positions, which, you know, at the end of the day is why I I think perhaps the investigatory functions that the FBI is allegedly carrying on right now, maybe that just needs to be in the hands of states, the states themselves. And when you have a, uh, a, a crime that's committed and you cross state lines or, or you do something that's illegal on the federal level, 
the state police, the state investigators, they go ahead and handle it, and then they hand their findings over to the Department of Justice. I don't know. Just an idea. Uh, You guys, we've got to take a break for the second half of the show. Give me just a moment. We're going to be right back on the other side. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufactured manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the carbon-60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Okay, here we go. So, You may have heard in the last 24 hours, uh, RFK Jr. did an interview with Jesse Waters, and Jesse Waters asked him, they had a conversation about the uh, uh, Epstein passenger manifest list, uh, and Jesse Waters asked him if he had ever been on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane, and RFK Jr. said yes. Now, this is not new information. This had been revealed uh, at some time in the past, uh, but I'm going to tell you why I don't believe it to be a deal breaker or for some reason people need to start looking at RFK Jr. as somebody who is on par with Jeffrey Epstein. So uh, he had taken two flights on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. This was in 1993. His wife was socially acquainted with Ghislaine Maxwell. And on both of the flights, uh, he was accompanied by his wife and four of his children. Uh, and they went out west. They went fossil hunting, something like that. But just to give you a little bit of perspective, and this is the same argument that I have when people try to say Donald Trump flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. He must be a pedophile. Um, you know. When you've got rich and powerful people living in, you know, the various circles, those circles are very small. And, you know, I, I, my friend circle, like in real life, it's exceedingly small. I have a lot of friends that are online, but in like my own, like personal life, uh, there's not many people there. And so, you know, I think about the, the people that I allow to get close to me and there's only so many. Now, you're a rich person, you're in business, you're doing art gallery openings, you're friends with people who are on boards, on foundations. I mean, that's what Ghislaine Maxwell did. Her father, Richard Maxwell, was a successful newspaper baron until, of course, he stole all the money from the pension fund and then mysteriously disappeared. Um, But these rich and powerful people, 
the, the circles that they run in are not too large because there's not that many rich people. And of course, the Kennedys, that's an American political dynasty. That's the kind of family that if you are a Jeffrey Epstein type, you're going to try to get close to them. And so, you know, he had two trips in 1993 before Jeffrey Epstein was ever on anybody's radar in terms of being like a pedophile. This was even before Jeffrey Epstein had been barred from Mar-a-Lago. So that was it. And Kennedy said it on the air. Uh, So that's just my perspective. You can think what you want about Kennedy. I'm still not voting for him, but uh, I think it's an important distinction to make. Um, But it comes up and it's important because there is starting to be more conversation about the Jeffrey Epstein client list, Jeffrey Epstein plane manifest, uh, passenger list. More people are talking about it. And it seems like there is a little bit of nervousness in uh, in circles that may have something to worry about. Now, another aspect of RFK Jr.'s statement, he called for accountability. He said that this list should be revealed. People who were frequently traveling on Jeffrey Epstein's plane or going to his island or perhaps paying him for services rendered with children, that information should be out. Somebody who has something to hide doesn't call for increased transparency. They would say something like, you know, I I, uh, I consider the matter to be closed and I won't be commenting on it anymore like Bill Gates did. Remember, Bill Gates just said, you know, oh, I, I made an error in judgment and now he's dead. So we don't need to think about it ever again. Um, now, uh, Dick Durbin uh, was recently asked uh, about the flight logs being revealed and a greater level of investigation being uh, put on it. Now, Dick Durbin is, of course, a leftist. He's the one who just suggested uh, yesterday, the day before, that we allow illegal aliens into the military because we can't get anybody to join because it's so woefully woke and mismanaged. Uh, And that as a result of joining the military, those people who are illegals can get a path to citizenship. Bad idea. We do not want people from other countries with no affiliation with the United States other than the fact that they cross the southern border to be given that kind of authority. And we certainly don't want them to become citizens as a result in that manner. But Dick Durbin recently uh, was asked about the Epstein flight logs. Uh, Fox reporter Hillary Vaughn questioned him. Uh, on any lack of action that he's been able to pursue on a subpoena for those flight logs. So she was walking down the hall. He was, too. Uh, She asked him, why won't you subpoena Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs? I can answer that question for you. Hillary probably has something to do with the same people that ran in Jeffrey Epstein circles, also running in the same circles as Dick Durbin and many other in Washington, D.C. Senator Durbin responded with some level of uncertainty about the existence of such logs. What? What are the flight logs? Who's Jeffrey Epstein? I have never heard of it. He said it had never been presented to him for consideration. However, the Internet is forever. And his colleague in the Senate, Marsha Blackburn, who is a Republican from Tennessee, has indeed been vocal about submitting a subpoena request for the logs in question. And Dick Durbin actually blocked it. He had a lapse of memory, I guess. So. Despite the gravity of this issue, the importance of this issue raised by Senator Blackburn and her attempts to get the information revealed, Dick Durbin said, hell no, we're not going to look at that. Why would I want to give up all of my friends? And he says it's never been raised by anyone. Well, Dick 
We can go ahead and look at the congressional record. We can look at the statements of Marsha Blackburn. And, you know, if you want to go ahead and, and, and play stupid, then we can get specific about what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. He said the issue, I know who Epstein was, but I certainly don't know anything about the issue, i.e. being the subpoena for the flight logs. Hillary said, well, he was charged with sex trafficking, so why don't you want to know who was utilizing his private plane? He said, mm, uh, I don't know. Nobody has ever raised it to me before. Well, Senator Blackburn has wanted to subpoena them, and there hasn't been a vote. He said, not a word. But aren't you curious, Dick? Like what high profile or powerful people might be closeted predators and pedophiles? Doesn't that concern you? So why won't you subpoena them if you can? It's the first time anyone's raised it. Thank you, he said. You can barely believe it. This is the kind of crap that we have to put up with in Washington, D.C. Let's go ahead and watch. Chairman Durbin, can I ask you a quick question? Um, why won't you subpoena Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs? So who are you? Hillary Vaughn with Fox. Fox, of course. Uh, I don't know anything about his flight logs. But why won't you subpoena them? Why don't you want to know? I don't know the issue. I know who Epstein was, but I certainly don't know anything about the issue. Well, he was charged with sex trafficking, so why don't you want to know who was utilizing his private plane? Never been raised by anyone. Well, Senator Blackburn has wanted to subpoena them, and there hasn't been a vote in your committee. said a word to me. Not a word. But aren't you curious... Like what high profile or powerful people might be closeted predators and pedophiles? Doesn't that concern you? So why won't you subpoena them if you can? It's the first time anyone has raised it. Thank you, Fox. So do you, are you curious about it? Will you do it? Uh, Urban's a liar. Last week, primetime asked his office. He's a liar. What, I mean, is anybody here surprised? Dick Durbin is a liar. Dick Durbin is covering up for serial pedophiles. That's the only thing that makes sense. So Dick Durbin, here's an open request. Now that you know about the issue, even though we know you knew before, now that it's been publicized on national television and your answer was no one ever said a thing to me about it. What are flight logs? I have no idea. Well, now we all know that you know, and I think maybe people can call your office and demand as part of your role on this committee to subpoena these flight logs. Now, people like Dick Durbin and the Democrats, they're worried about who uh, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas was going to lunch with. You know, if they're subpoenaing receipts from the country club uh, or they want to get a, a, a look at the drink list for the day that Clarence Thomas was there. Who did he play golf with on those nine holes on September 23rd, 1985? But you don't want to know about the Epstein flight logs. Okay. Well, that really tells me where your head is at, uh, the kinds of things that you value. And I'll have you know. Obviously, I think everybody watching here cares about the justice that we have been robbed of, the justice they stole from us when Jeffrey Epstein was murdered in prison because Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. We all know that. Dick Durbin knows that. Bill Gates, he knows that. The Clintons, they definitely know that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And they all know Exactly how many times they flew on that plane. They knew how many times they flew to the island. 
and the ones who abused children know how many times they victimized those victims of human trafficking. Disgusting. Disgusting. This is the this is the rot at the center of Washington, D.C. Pedophiles protecting pedophiles. Career criminals protecting career criminals. That's really what it is. Because even if they're not pedophiles, they're still guilty of something. There's just no way around it. And that's why they can't stand President Trump, because the man is infallible. He never did anything illegal. He didn't play the game. He couldn't be blackmailed. He couldn't be bought. That's why they're trying to get him off the ballot. Thank God, in Arizona, we had another 14th Amendment challenge dismissed, a resounding win for President Trump. Sorry, guys, Trump is going to be on the ballot, and uh, he is going to be your president once again for the third time. So Stephen Chung, he's the spokesperson for the Trump campaign. Uh, He put this out yesterday on President Trump's um, uh, email list, and I believe it was posted on Truth Social as well. But uh, he said today, federal court in Arizona dismissed another bad faith 14th Amendment challenge to President Trump's ballot status. President Trump remains undefeated in beating back these scurrilous lawsuits brought forth by a thirsty Biden-allied troll in a desperate publicity campaign. Each and every one of these Castro cases are not only a feeble attempt to interfere with the 2024 presidential election, but they are a huge waste often for our nation's judiciary. We urge the swift disposal of all remaining 14th Amendment cases, putting this matter to rest faster than the recently deceased term Bidenomics. Sick burn. I really like Stephen Chung. he's, He's got a forked tongue, you might say. Anyways, in Arizona, uh, while that is being handled, uh, President Trump's 14th Amendment challenge is now heading to the appeals court in Colorado. Now, if you'll remember, uh, both that thirsty Biden allied troll who got this lawsuit going in the first place and President Trump have both appealed the ruling. Uh, The troll appealing the ruling because, you know, they're lazy and they don't want to actually put on a campaign against President Trump. They just rather get him off the ballot. President Trump appealing because of the language used by the judge in this case. She she was a known Trump hater. Uh, so now it's heading to the Colorado Supreme Court. Uh, and the legal theories of the 14th Amendment challenge are based in uh, just nebulous ideas, things that don't actually apply to President Trump. That's why he won the case in the first part. Now, he's never been charged with engaging in an insurrection or a rebellion. Uh, and for that reason, District Judge Sarah Wallace dropped the case, uh, found in his favor. Uh, and, uh, and here we are today. Now, of course, I believe that when it gets to the Colorado Supreme Court, the exact same thing is going to be found. It's just that President Trump wants it enumerated on the record that he did not engage in a rebellion. He did not engage in an insurrection. He never uh, instituted an insurrection. He never told people to riot or anything like that. And he actually told people to be peaceful. Go home. So I think that every single 14th Amendment challenge is going to be tossed out. None of them are going to be successful. And uh, this was something that many people were worried about. I was always cool as a cucumber about it. It's not going to affect him. It's not going to affect us. President Trump will be on the ballot. He'll be on the ballot in every single state. He will be the RNC's nominee. He has already 
the nominee. Do you guys know there's another Republican debate tonight? Like, my God, when are you people going to stop? Just go home. Like, just be honest with each other. All right. I know that they're collecting money. All right. That's probably what it is at the end of the day. They want to collect as much money as possible so that, you know, when they eventually run again, they're going to have a nice big full war chest. Uh, And in the meantime, they can continue to grift off the American people and likely off of these major political donors that just don't want to see President Trump back in office. Mike Pence. Mike Pence, this guy has gotten it uh, a pretty rough go of it recently, has he? Uh, He is looking worse and worse by the day. And uh, we just got a new leak from Fulton County. Uh, Apparently, he's on the witness list to testify against Trump in the fake Georgia RICO case, which I might add, Fannie Willis is now being investigated by Congress for her communications with the January 6th committee. Looks like Fannie Willis was coordinating with the same people who were trying to destroy President Trump from the committee bench in Washington, D.C. So that's a story for another day. When we find out about it, we will. However, Fulton County prosecutors have put Vice President Mike Pence on that witness list to testify against President Trump in this fake and phony RICO conspiracy case. What is he going to say? What possibly could he say? Because President Trump never committed a crime. Uh, This series of benign actions that they've tried to string together to make it appear as if something illegal happened, it's not going to stand up in court. It's a joke. It's all a big joke. So Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis planning to have Mike Pence testify against him. Now, uh, we have had a number of guilty pleas, and we've gone over all of them. They've all been lesser charges, and, and in a number of instances, they don't even have anything to do with Fulton County. Kenneth Chesbrough, he pled guilty in exchange for reduced charges. Uh, he was going to stand trial, but he accepted the guilty plea. And what did he get? A $5,000 fine, five years on probation, 100 hours of community service. What does that tell you? That tells you that it wasn't a real case to begin with. They just wanted a check mark on their bingo card. Okay, it's like they're playing a, 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 a Trump affiliate bingo, trying to see how many guilty pleas they can get from people surrounding him, so that they can just say that publicly. Oh, but he pled guilty. He pled guilty. He must have done something wrong. Well, anybody who's ever had dealings with the court system knows that uh, there's a reason why people plead guilty even when they're not guilty. It's because the alternative is far, far worse than what their plea ends up being. Now, that's not to say that people don't plead guilty who aren't guilty. Quite often, what prosecutors will do, whether you're guilty or not, is charge you with the maximum allowable penalties under the statute. And then they will allow you to plead guilty to a lesser charge. And in some instances, you know, let's say that you're accused of engaging in some heinous, heinous things with uh, a 15 year old child. All right. And, you know, you want to eventually be able to teach again or perhaps coach a boys baseball team. This is not me, by the way. This is a hypothetical situation with somebody else out there. And you know that the laws pertaining to sex offenders are just about to change. And so it would behoove you to plead guilty to that slightly lesser charge so that you don't have to register as a sex offender. Now, 
if your case had gone to trial and you'd been found guilty, well, then at the end of that, you would have had to register as a sex offender. But you got lucky. You got lucky on this one. And uh, and here you are. So anyways, that's just a hypothetical example of why somebody might be guilty and they plead guilty. Now, an example of why somebody might not be guilty and plead guilty is because in the case of Sidney Powell, she was looking at like a decade in prison for nothing. So she pled guilty to a very reduced charge, same as Kenneth Chesborough. They have some community service. They're on probation. They got to pay a fine. There you go. All right. They don't have to pay for their lawyers for a long and drawn out trial. Undoubtedly, Fannie Willis would have bankrupted them. Uh, And they don't have to plead guilty to incriminate President Trump about anything. So I think that uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing what Mike Pence might possibly have to say. So, you guys, we've got 3,800 viewers here. If you wouldn't mind, please hit the like button. It would really help out the show. We've only got 375 likes. We generally have a, was that 1%, 1% like ratio. Um, So, no, I'm sorry. That's like, that's, that's roughly 10%. No, that's not even 10%. I don't know, dude. I can't do the math. What's going on? Anyways, hit the like button. It helps out. Uh, and uh, and if you're here, say hi. Say something in the chat. Say hello to people uh, because uh, it really does help out the show. Also, if you're watching and uh, you're not in the chat, do me a favor. Leave a comment under the um, – <laughs> Leave a comment under the video. We got a couple already. Kick Dreaming Namaste from Brooklyn. Uh Let's see. Crimson says swallows well as a victim. All right. Sheesh. What a joke. All right. So President Trump last night, he appeared uh, in a town hall event that was hosted by Sean Hannity. Of course, he was the only person there because nobody cares about what any of the other candidates say. Uh, this was a, a pretty good time. He, he had just a, a, a number of, uh, of, of pretty incredible one liners, as he often does. President Trump is very entertaining. Uh, one moment that was pretty funny is when uh, Hannity asked him if uh, he thought Biden was going to be the nominee in 2024. Well, President Trump uh, laid his cards on the table. Let's go ahead and take a listen. What does Trump think? Critical of Joe Biden. And, of course, he is struggling cognitively. I can't think of, in the last couple of months, any appearance that he has had where he wasn't either mumbling or bumbling or stumbling or having no clue where to go, where to exit. Now, my question is, do you think in 11 months he will be their candidate? I personally don't think he makes it. Okay, I haven't said that. I'm saving it for this big town hall. I've never really. I personally don't think he makes it. I think he's in bad shape physically. Do you remember when he said, I'd like to take him behind the barn? If he took me behind the barn and I went like this. I believe he'd fall over. I believe he'd fall over. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But but it was okay. And by the way, it was okay for him to say that. He said, I'd like to take him behind the... He could say that, and everyone thought it was so cute. If I ever said it, they'd say, he's a dictator. He's a horrible human being. You know, it's a whole double standard we have, in, not only in the law, but just about everything else, as you know very well. Um, I personally don't think he makes it physically. I watched him at the beach. He wasn't able to lift a beach chair, which is meant for children to lift. He couldn't lift it like that. Uh, and mentally, I would say he's possibly equally as bad and maybe worse. But 
I don't know. I will say this. He's got vicious people surrounding him around that beautiful Oval Office. There are people in that Oval Office that are evil people, evil, bad people, smart people, young, vicious. They're communists and they're bad. Who, they're, who do you think would replace them then? Uh, well, I saw one person on who I actually had a very good relationship with, but I'm sure that it would end very quickly. <laughs> I saw him in your debate the other night, and he's slick, but he's got no facts. You know, he's got no facts. Uh, I thought he did well, considering... You're talking about Gavin Newsom. Yeah, considering that he didn't have the facts, I thought he did well. You know, he said, <laughs> we have the lowest taxes in the country. We have the cleanest streets in the country. We're... And I'm saying, wait a minute, is he talking about the same place? <laughs> so he'd certainly be one. I guess they say that Kamala would be uh, the one, the odds to be. <laughs> Nobody wants Kamala. Oh, my gosh. It, there's literally no one that the Democrats have on deck. Gavin Newsom is as close as it gets. And uh, to Donald Trump's point, it was like Gavin Newsom was living in a parallel dimension that was divorced from the reality that all of us live in, certainly the reality that Californians live in. But I absolutely love President Trump. Every single time this man talks, he's just so great. Uh, So uh, President Trump also asked about, you know, potential abuses of power. Because the media has been focused on this and attacking you under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except for? He's going crazy. Except for day one. (laughs) Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's not a drill. That's not not retribution. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. You know, he keeps. We love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. So that, okay? that, that sounds to me like you're going back to the policies when you were president. That's All right. exactly. Of course, that's what he's going to do. Of course, it's 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 you know what? I'm a little offended that Sean Hannity feels the need to ask that question. I mean, we all know Sean Hannity is not exactly what he uh, claims to be. He works at Fox News. He's got a script. He's got to follow it. Fox News really doesn't want President Trump to win. Of course, they're going to take advantage of any opportunity uh, to capitalize on him. But at the end of the day, Paul Ryan and the board, they hate Trump just as much as the board at CNN or MSDNC, all these places. President Trump is not going to be a dictator. Um, But holding people to account is also not being a dictator. Truth and justice is not being a dictator. What the New York Times and what so many other just hypocritical headlines across America are claiming is that President Trump is going to target his political opponents. Well, at at this point, who isn't his political opponent? All he has are political opponents because everyone inside the D.C. Beltway establishment has aligned themselves against him. The Joe Biden regime has targeted President Trump and the people associated with him in what is clearly political hit jobs. And so for New York Times or any other mainstream media establishment to be crying about the possibility of these people being held to account for the abuses of power, uh, for the uh, egregious behavior that they've engaged in, it's funny. You know, it's really panic at this point because they know exactly what's going to happen. People are going to lose their jobs. 
a whole entire departments inside the federal government are going to get shut down. All of their rat lines are going to be closed. Uh, And I truly do believe that these transnational criminal organizations are going to get exactly what's coming to them. Are you a criminal in Washington, D.C.? Well, then I think you should be worried. And I think you deserve everything that you're going to get. So Joe Biden is the one who's using his political power. Donald Trump isn't using his political power. Donald Trump is not going to target anybody. One people, one group of people that I would love to see targeted, though, the vaccine manufacturers. You guys might remember this. Valerie Plant, she is the mayor of Montreal. Uh, she is like so many other politicians in Canada. She she jumped right on the vax train, you know, tried to see how many she could get at the same time. Uh, she put in this mandate for anybody coming into elected office in Montreal. They had to be double vaxxed. OK, you could only run for office or hold elected office if you had at least two jabs in your body. So. This was in uh, October of 2021, October 16th. She announces this. All members of City Hall must be double vaxxed. Well, by December, she and everybody else in city government was sick with COVID. Oh, you know, isn't that funny how that works? They got the jab. They all got double jabbed and then they all got sick almost immediately. And uh, I thought that that was hilarious. Well, today, her her uh, her mandate, it seems, has come back to bite her in the ass, so to speak, because she just collapsed on live television. Uh, once again, turnabout is fair play. You got to love Direct it. them to <clears throat> other kinds of, uh, of services. So I would. Um... Totally normal. The mayor was taking questions when she said she wasn't feeling well, and as you saw, she sat down on the floor. She was there for about five minutes with her staff around her before she got back on her feet and leaving apparently for her offices. Plant is now being seen by paramedics and is said to be feeling better. But she's also taking a lot of time off now as a result of this live collapse on Canadian television. Uh, She has reduced her schedule. uh, And uh, although they claim that she's in good health, uh, once again, this is not normal behavior. Healthy people, healthy adults do not tend to have these sorts of uh, ischemic events. However, people who are jabbed up to the hilt oftentimes collapse on television. They seem to have mysterious medical emergencies. uh, And we know that she is jabbed and we know that the people surrounding her are jabbed. Stephen Colbert. Yes, he's another one. Big proponent of the jab. Uh, I believe he just got so sick that he had to cancel his show. It's a nightly show. All right. He, he's the one who did the, uh, the the sing and dance vaccine opening monologue, making fun of people who didn't get jabbed. But he's another one. He just keeps getting sick with the covid. I got sick once. Didn't bother to get tested. Haven't been sick since then. I've been sick with other things, but, you know, haven't been like, you know, on my deathbed or anything like that. But people like Stephen Colbert, people like the uh, mayor of Montreal, they just keep getting sick. I wonder when it will be enough. I wonder when finally it's going to sink in. Or I wonder if she immediately went backstage and got another jab. 
because she truly believes that the jab is going to protect her in some fashion. All right. So we're going to now talk about Joe Biden. Uh, the hold on just a second. What happened to the uh, there it is. Joe Biden's fake names he used to communicate in over 50 private emails with Hunter Biden's business associate, the same business associate, Eric Schwerin, who's already testified against the Bidens in congressional session, the same Eric Schwerin who set up LLCs for money laundering so that Hunter Biden could funnel his ill-gotten foreign business dealing money over into the coffers of Joe Biden. We're talking about Hundreds of total communications between Joe Biden and Eric Schwerin, somebody who Joe Biden claimed to have no personal relationship with, somebody whose only communications would be likely about the business dealings that Hunter was involved in. So I mentioned on the beginning of the show that this has been a drip, 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 a steady flow of information. And now the dam's gates are beginning to open. So the House Ways and Means Committee just released these never-before-seen communications between Joe Biden and Eric Schwerin. These are 54 private emails that were sent to the business associate and accountant of Hunter Biden under the pseudonym Robert Ware, a pseudonym that we've already known about. Now, again, this is notable because Joe Biden has consistently denied any knowledge of Hunter Biden's business dealings or any communications regarding those business dealings. And we continue to get more and more proof of Joe Biden's lies surrounding that. So Eric Schwerin was involved deeply in the Hunter Biden and the Biden family business affairs. He gave the House talking points about Hunter Biden's ties to Burisma. These 54 emails were exchanged solely between Joe Biden and Eric Schwerin. And this email data was given to Congress by IRS whistleblower Joseph Ziegler. So he found these emails during the course of his investigation into Hunter Biden's financial crimes. He testified yesterday behind closed doors once more alongside IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley. I'm very interested to see what they said. I don't know if that testimony is going to be released because it's behind closed doors. Perhaps it was deemed to be too sensitive. But Smith notes that the email activity between Sharon and Joe Biden skyrocketed during a very particular time. That was when Joe Biden was on a taxpayer funded trip to Ukraine in 2014. We know that Hunter Biden was on the Burisma board. He was working in Ukraine. They had business dealings in Ukraine. If Joe Biden was simply visiting Ukraine as an emissary of the United States of America, what possible reason could he have to be engaging in private communications using an assumed name on a secret email system that would be able to circumvent the FOIA requests that are just so pesky to people like Hillary Clinton and Joseph Robinette Biden. As an example, Joe Biden emailed Eric Schwerin five times in three days in the lead up to a June 2014 Ukraine trip. Sounds like he was planning for certain things to take place when he went there. When he got back to the States, both he and Eric Schwerin emailed an additional 27 times before he returned to Ukraine in a trip that November. Now, it was noted in a statement that 
this 54 emails, this is a small sliver. There are hundreds of total emails exchanged between Joe Biden and Eric Schwerin. One document alone provides data on hundreds of emails showing that Joe used a number of aliases to communicate one-on-one directly with Hunter Biden's business partner and accountant, the same man, Eric Schwerin, who set up Biden's shell companies and that the White House also communicated directly with Hunter Biden while he was out selling the Biden brand around the world. So this implicates others inside the Obama White House, not simply Joe Biden. You have this exhibit that provides a small window into the use of private emails and assumed names and aliases by Joe Biden. But we're talking about 327 total emails. I'm hoping that those will come out in the future. 327 emails, which seem to indicate that Joe Biden lied at least 327 more times about his private communications with Hunter Biden's business partners. Now, the topics that were covered in these emails are not known. We can assume based upon the timing and, of course, Eric Schwerin's goal and and, and his uh, his stated job within the Biden criminal network. Um, but uh, most of them were redacted. Thank God we know the names. We can speculate based upon Joe Biden's desire to hide those communications, that it must at the very least be something that he didn't want showing up in a FOIA request. Now, awesome. Already, Joe Biden has been confronted about the content of those emails, and he was not happy about it. Let's go ahead and take a listen. Uh, There's polling by the Associated Press that shows that almost 70 percent of Americans, including 40 percent of Democrats, believe that you acted either illegally or unethically in regards to your family's business interests. Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans at this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that I did not, and it was just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many of their lies. business associates? I did not. There's what? lies. Survey says that was a lie. Joe Biden, can I, oh my God, you can see the scar from his hair transplant on the back of his head. Look at that. This is why he wears his hair long in the back, because he's got to cover up that scar right there where he had a section of his scalp removed to implant that hair up at the front. That's why he's got just a little bit of hair up at the front and then no hair on the crown of his head. Look at that. You can see it right there. Some people might say it's a mask. I say it's likely a scar from a hair transplant. That's only because I've investigated these things and I, I, I tend to notice them. Anyways, Joe Biden just lied. He just lied once more about his communications with Hunter Biden's foreign business affairs and the people working for him. The southern border is wide open. Joe Biden is more concerned about funding the Ukraine war. Thank God Republicans have finally found their sacks and they're standing in the way of more funding for Israel and Ukraine unless the border gets fixed. Biden says that the Republicans are holding Ukraine's funding hostage with their extreme partisan border policies. There is nothing extreme about protecting the nation that you are meant to serve. These remarks that you heard were from New York Post reporter Stephen Nelson uh, after Joe claimed that uh, he had no involvement with Hunter Biden or his 
business associates. But, you know, as we know from these pictures that we've taken a look at on a number of occasions, this is Joe and Hunter with some Mexican business associates. Here is Joe and Hunter with some Kazakhstani business associates. Uh, here is Joe and Hunter with, I believe, uh, Devin and Eric right there. The American people are not stupid. Uh, and although 40% is what the polls say, I have to believe it's a lot more. Uh, we truly, my friends, are in the majority in this nation. And we all know that Joe Biden lied about his associations, about his interactions, about his private conversations with these people. We know that he received money directly from Hunter Biden's business accounts that were only receiving money from Chinese Communist Party affiliated individuals. If we look at the publicly available information that we already have outside of these private communications, back in November of 2010, Joe Biden had a sit-down meeting with Eric Schwerin. At that time, Eric was the president of Hunter's private equity firm. This was inside the White House. In November of 2011, Joe met with Chris Hines, the stepson of John Kerry. He is, of course, also a co-founder of Hunter's private equity firm. This also took place in the White House, in the West Wing. In March of 2012, Joe met with Andre Pastrana Arango. This was the former president of Colombia. Not only that, but he was also doing business with Hunter Biden. This one, Joe went to his personal residence. In December of 2013, Hunter flew along with Joe Biden on Air Force Two to China, where he introduced him to Jonathan Lee, a Chinese businessman. Allegedly, they had coffee. In February of 2014, Joe had lunch with Hunter and those two Mexican business partners, and then he took them on a tour of the White House and took that photo with them that we saw. In April of 2014, Joe met with Devin Archer, a Hunter business associate that we've talked about on a number of occasions. He got total immunity to give up all the goods on Joe Hunter and the whole Biden crime family. This was also inside the White House, and it was just a week before Archer joined the board of Burisma. In June of 2014, Joe met with Manuel Estrella. This was another Latin American business associate of his son, Hunter. Now, after the meeting, Estrella sent an email to Hunter Biden. Hey, Hunter, I just met your father. So exciting. And Hunter replied, I'm glad it finally came together, indicating that they had been working on making the connection for quite some time. And then in August of 2014, we've got pictures showing Joe Biden golfing with Hunter, his son, Devin Archer. Also, they were both serving on the board of Burisma at that time. Are we to believe that the conversation about Burisma and the 10% that Joe was meant to be receiving from Hunter's salaries, that never came up? What about April of 2015? Joe attending a dinner in Washington, D.C. with another business associate of his son, Hunter. These ones were partners from Russia, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan. In November of 2014, Joe hosted another business associate of Hunter. This again, Mexican business partners, Carlos Slim, one of the richest men in the world, Miguel Ailman Velasco and Miguel Ailman Magnani, again, at his personal residence. All of these instances, he's serving as vice president of the United States, having dealings directly with Hunter Biden's business associates. Are we to believe, Joe, 
that there was no communication that took place at these private meetings taking place in the White House, your home or any other place. In February of 2016, the waning days of the Obama regime, Joe Biden flew Hunter and Jeff Cooper, another family business partner, to Mexico City for a business trip aboard Air Force Two. In May of 2016, Joe met again with Eric Schwerin. He was now the former head of Hunter's private equity firm. They had dinner in Washington, D.C. In September of 2016, Joe attended a fundraiser for Francis Person, who was a business associate of Hunter and a former advisor to Joe Biden's vice presidential office. In May of 2017, Joe met with his family business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, twice. Tony Bobolinsky famously gave an interview to Tucker Carlson about his relationship with the Bidens. In June of 2018, Joe Biden texted Hunter saying that he was with Jeff Cooper, a family business associate, and that Cooper wanted to do some work with him. In addition to all of these meetings, Joe received that dirty money coming from China and a number of other countries. We just learned about that very recently. The news continues to drop, drip, 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 until it has become a flood. And this, my friends, is where the legacy of Joseph Robinette Biden will finally come crashing down. The American people will finally learn the truth. You know, oftentimes, criminals, their ultimate goal is to become legitimate. They commit illegal acts. You know, let's go look at the, the, the Kennedys. They were bootleggers, okay? The Bronfmans, they were bootleggers. They committed their crimes, they made a lot of money, and then they transitioned into legitimate business enterprise. Now, maybe the Bronfmans weren't uh, totally legit. Obviously, Nexium is a big deal. But the Kennedys, you know, they went into politics. They went into diplomacy. They went into government. Somebody like Joe Biden, just a small-town Scranton boy, he didn't come from money. His parents were not rich, and so he resorted to crime to become rich, and he used his connections to become a politician. Now, once he became legitimate, he never stopped committing crimes. He just continued on with that grift. And here we are in 2023. Joe Biden's at the end of his rope. And the American people know that a criminal family head is currently sitting in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Sterling Cannabis says, I have come to the conclusion that Mel Brooks wrote the screenplay for the Biden administration's movie that we've been watching for the last three years. It definitely is a clown show. Yes, it is. So final thank yous. Uh, Also over on Ko-Fi earlier, S. Jones 39 bought me a coffee. Thank you so much, S. Jones. Appreciate that $10 donation. Uh, Water Wizard, thank you very much for the shades. Uh, These are my peeps over on pilled.net. Thank you very much, Sean Joe, for the cookie. Ricky Bobby 65 as well. Castle Drummer, thank you for the can. 123 SKG, thank you for the can. Water Wizard says, Trunk needs to say, I'd take Biden back to the bathroom and change his pamper. Humiliation. Oh, Trump, not Trunk. Yes. Uh, President Trump. Uh, I, you know, I, I tend to believe that uh, President Trump would probably hire that one out. But yeah, that would be a sufficient humiliation. If President Trump said something about adult diapers on the debate stage, I just hope Joe Biden lives to see another debate with President Trump so that President Trump can open him up like a trout. 
Uh, let's see. Ivy R. Mecton says, thank you for another good broadcast. Thank you for being here, Ivy. Liberty Bells says, thank you, Red Pill 78. Much love. Uh, thank you very much. Dylan 1954. Thanks for the can. Filter Dog One says, the cheesy jab dance was Colbert. And he says, tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Yes, uh, I am extremely excited to see President Trump debate Joe Biden. Uh, again, I just hope that he lives. I hope that if he does live, that he goes through with it. But again, it is going to be touch and go between now and November 2024. Uh, anything is on the table. Joe Biden may not be the nominee because the man may not live. They may seek to remove Joe Biden from this chessboard so that he can't incriminate himself and the rest of his family any more than he already has. Uh, we'll see what happens. Wish him all the best. God bless. We're going to pass out these gold pills. And uh, hopefully I will see you guys tonight at 9 p.m. on Altered State on Badlands Media with myself and my good friend Brad Getz. Until that time, good luck and God bless. If I don't see you tonight, hope to see you tomorrow right here, 5 p.m. Eastern. Take it easy.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.